We have Tom Ruin, a former roommate of mine, former Denver Broncos kicker, University of Colorado All-American. Tom, are you with us? Yeah, how you doing this morning, Brock? Doing good. Hey, doing Tom, good. how are you, man? Thanks for getting up and being <laughs> part <good>. of this. <laughs> I, I know. Well, I figure Brock got me through college, so I figure I still owe him a little bit. You'll <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice an hour of sleep for him. That's right. You got some <laughs> coffee right. with you? You, you, you up at, you, you with us right now? I am. Um, you know, it's just the sun's just now starting to come up. So, oh, gosh. Yeah, it uh, is getting a little darker and darker. I noticed that this morning when I went out with, uh, with the dog. Uh, hey, so yeah, I, so listen, is it snow? Is there any snow on the mountains? Any fresh snow? You know, we don't have any yet, um, but it's it's supposed to cool way off on Monday. Um, oh. Right now, it's probably only about 55 degrees, but it's supposed to drop into the low 40s oh, boy. Uh, in the next few days. And so up in the mountains, yeah, it, it could snow any time if the right storm comes through. Yeah, well, hopefully it'll be a snow season like last year. I know they just got just yeah. tons of snow. Man, I tell you what, it feels like spring here at like 88. <laughs> uh, it's, it's been yeah, baking sure. us for a while. But, uh, hey, you know, uh, Brock had mentioned getting you back on. This is your, this is your second time on, and we really right. appreciate it. Uh, but uh, we were talking about everybody's been fascinated, you know, with this Coach Prime, uh, you know, Dion out at Colorado. And as a former player and, and uh, All-American and all of that, man, we'd love to get – kind of just some some insight or your thoughts on uh how all that's going i mean it's incredible to watch from the outside but uh what are your thoughts on it you know the hype on the whole thing has just been unbelievable but what it's really done is it's given us an opportunity to rapidly upgrade our talent i mean yeah you know for just so long we just haven't had the talent to compete and and in the in the Pac-12, everything's about speed, and we just have not had the speed to keep up with these guys, and and for our, our receivers to separate, and for our defensive backs to keep up, and linebackers to run guys down. And now, for the first time, I mean, we brought in I think it's eighty-six or eighty-nine new guys. Yeah, something and crazy. All of them can run. I mean, I think they said there's something like nine guys on the team that are four-three. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah, grief. and. You know they they all want to learn from Dion and and uh, you know that's really the catalyst behind the whole thing is I mean he was truly the the best corner that's ever played the game and so there's a lot of secrets that that he has that you know he doesn't tell anybody else that he's telling those kids and same with the receivers I mean you know he'll tell a receiver hey look the thing that gave me problems was this and yeah. you know and so the guy starts working on that and. There's no way a college guy, if it was given Dion problems, there's no way that, that a college guy is going to be able to pick it up in one day or even maybe one season. And so I think it's really uh, given, you know, given Boulder just a, a whole new fresh look at football. And these kids are so excited now, the, the student body, and they actually sold, uh, sold more tickets than they have. <laughs> And so, wow. because the, the student body hasn't been showing up, you know, and so I think they're, you know, normally they sell uh, 11,000 student uh, passes and they sold 15,000. Now they're all there. <laughs> they, I just, they all want it's up. just amazing. I mean, the fan base has to just be eating all this up. And oh, I mean, sure. it's, uh, 
tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars of free publicity the school's getting in the football program. I mean, it's on TV constantly. And then it could not have gone any better last weekend uh, as an unveiling of this. And, you know, all the people that that, uh, doubted it or wanted it to fail, I mean, it's just – it's an incredible story across the way. And, I mean, he that guy has been a marketing just master all the way back to when he (laughs) played at Florida State. Well, you know, yeah, well, his, his sons, too, you know, between he and his sons, they, they are doing a master class on social media. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just constant content being released. You know, I know this is like yeah. a football topic, but it's really a marketing topic. Oh, it really is. I mean, a business. It's, it's, yeah. it's changing, I think, the way college football is going to be kind of packaged and presented. Sure. Well, and I don't know if you've noticed, but they have their Twitter handles on their on their ja- on their shirts at practice. So yeah. So it's it's not just their name; it's it's what they are on on Twitter, and it's incredible. I mean, I've never seen that before, and and the first time I saw it was when they had that fight in practice a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I, I texted one of my friends. I said, "Is that their Twitter handle on <laughs> yeah. the back of their shirts?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they started doing that, and it's it's brilliant. But you know, in, in today's world, that's that's what's going to get these guys nil money. And so it really is a smart deal that, you know, boy, who's that Who's that guy? He's really fast. And then you see right on the back of his jersey, that's uh, how I get a hold of him. Yeah, you can start you know? following. You know, yeah. one of the things I was thinking about, Tom, with, with this is, is and, and, you know, you and I spoke right after the game Saturday, I think, really to kind of try to process what, what our eyes think we just saw. Uh, but <laughs> but when, you, when, you, when you consider what Saturday was, it was the unveiling of, of something utterly unprecedented and I think it will be singular it will never happen again for a bunch of reasons one is that there's there's one Deion Sanders there will never be another coach that has what he has to unveil what he unveiled right. but the other one is to have done such a thing to transfer the, the roster what people miss I think is only 11 players remain from the former roster which means there was no base in their voice there was no sense of hey you guys are in our house those 11 were the minority so they had every motivation and desire to go and meet all these newcomers because basically everybody was exactly the same everybody had to meet new people uh, you know there really wasn't a group or a core of folks who could kind of congregate amongst themselves if this was going to be a success they all had to meet one another they all had to blend they all had to cohere so I think about the number two highest uh, group of transfers actually is in your backyard in Arizona when you live there Arizona State but I think they had about 40 transfers into a core of let's say 60 50 or 60 players that returned well there you have a little bit of the dynamic of hey you guys are coming into our house and and that may not meld the way that this complete turnover of the roster did well and I think and that's a good point because you know the guys that you're closest to ever when you when you first come into college are, are the guys in your class sure. your freshman class those are those are your guys and then really it's the same way in the NFL it's your rookie class those are the guys that you know you all came in together you're learning everything sure and and so it's almost like that at a mass level where you have 89 new guys yeah and the only way to make that work is hey we can't have egos you know this isn't hey this is my house and you gotta do this and you gotta you know jump through these hoops like we have four months to make this happen yeah we're gonna look like idiots and and so it really is you know it's interesting because because like um you know with denver we were really good about 
bringing new guys in. And, and I found the same thing when I went to Seattle was every guy in that locker room came up and introduced themselves to me. Yeah. And that is rare. And, and it is exactly what you're talking about is everyone starting out the same. And so I just think it, it had a cohesiveness that you normally don't get where you have to really fight for your spot and fight to, you know, to be a part of, of this whole thing. And, and, uh, I think they really did a great job of, of, uh, you know, I think it's only nine guys that stayed. Oh yeah, uh, good grief! And and those nine guys, I'm sure, are just happy as heck that they yeah <laughs> that, they, that they made it through. You know? Yeah, right, right. Well, but and think about think, think about since it's so universal yeah. and everyone's saying you can't do this. Think about your ability while everyone's cohering and it is universal. Think about the ability to to for, for Dion and he did it effectively to make this us versus the world. Right? I mean, that's such right. a psychological advantage. Yeah, it really is, and and you know I think there's very few coaches that are going to be able to to pull it off because Dion can talk to these guys and say, look, you know I was you, and you know I was the best there ever was, and so you need to listen to what I'm saying, and you're not above this, you're not above me, and and I I think with a lot of players they'll look and be like, oh, you don't know what I'm talking about because I'm way better than you ever were. Well, nobody can say that about Dion. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah. That guy was such a freak. I mean, I played with him in his. I played not with him. I played against him in his prime. And I'm telling you what, there you've never seen anything like it. I mean, oh. that guy could run faster. I don't <laughs> care what forty time he ever ran, he ran down every single person he ever chased. I mean, if there was a cheetah, he would have run it down. I mean, he was just unbelievably fast. It was like he he had no top top end. It just go and go and go until he ran the guy down. Hey, you're listening to Truett News Radio, and we're on the air right now with Tom Ruin, former college roommate of mine at the University of Colorado, former NFL player, mostly for the Broncos, but also for the Seahawks and a couple other teams near the end. Uh, you know, Tom, to your point, there's actually a funny clip about him where uh, he was playing against the Raiders and he ran down Bo Jackson. Uh, and, and it's a really funny story because when he got there, he explained that Bo Jackson gave him a forearm shiver and, and kind of shed him and went on into the end. So, but it's a funny story about I got to him, but when I got to him, it was a bad, it was a bad result. Yeah, I saw the tackle at Monster. Yeah. You know, there was a, just thinking about him in general, I will never forget, I saw, uh, I heard Bobby Bowden speak one time and he was uh, talking about Dion and he said, I forgot what years it was, but say it was his sophomore year. He's like, he was incredibly talented player his sophomore year, but nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And he made the decision to go create this character, yeah. this prime time. And literally like, I mean, it's, it's kind to him, but not really him. Yeah. Uh, but he's like put on the necklaces and did the stuff and all that. And there's like by his junior year, I mean, he's all American and everybody's talking about him all over the country and he's the exact same kid and player that he was, you yeah. know, but it's yeah. just, it's a, it, again, the packaging and the marketing of it. Uh, who was the other, uh, Gabrielle Reese. You remember her, the volleyball yeah, player? Yeah, for sure. Remember her talking sure. about, they went to something and she's like, I went and picked him up. Yeah. And, she goes, I got to see him transform from like the guy I picked up, you know, once he got in the car, he started putting on all the stuff and doing all that. And he was like, <laughs> nice as he could be. But when he stepped out of the car, he was a totally different, you know, wow. uh, persona yeah. than when yeah. than the guy in the cars. So I always thought that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, you know, I met him, uh, I met him a couple months back by, at the spring game and he just was a really nice, really humble guy. And, uh, you know, we shared a couple moments together about because I had to kick to him a few times, and 
I made sure he God. never touched the ball. Yeah, yeah. I bet. right, right. I bet. Hey, how long did how long were you in the NFL? It's a long time. Uh, Thirteen years. Thirteen years. That's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. The uh, what was the other thing? Oh, uh, the other story I loved on him, and this is paraphrasing it, but he told his uh, Hall of Fame like acceptance speech was incredible, and part of that is I remember it. Uh, he was talking about his mom worked several jobs while they were growing up. You know, he came from a humble background, and um, one of the jobs she had was cleaning up at the hospital, and some kids from his school saw her working, and so at school they were clowning on him for, you know, his mom uh, working at the hospital. And he said, you know, I'll never forget, I was sitting there, and uh, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm going to be rich when I grow up, and I'm going to buy you a house, and you're never going to have to work again, and your life's going to be great. And he's like, she turned around and looked at him. She said, you know, that's great, honey, and I hope all that comes through. But while we're waiting on that, why don't you get out and cut the grass right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I was like, that's a fantastic story. Well, you know, Tom, <laughs> one of the things, and, and you referenced back at the spring game, but one of the things that I think Dion's done real well, and, and uh, Tony and I have been talking excuse me, you would think this would be, you know, head coaching 101. But the fact of the matter is you are an NFL alumnus from the University of Colorado, and there are plenty like you. And really, that group of folks should always be tied to this current program. And yet there had been sort of an alienation. And I think I'm correct that he's really reached out to you. I know he had a a reception particular to the NFL uh, players and alumni from the University of Colorado. How did that go? Yeah, he really did. You know, because it, it, it has been really bad over the years. I mean, just the stories that you hear from guys, and, and, and it just it really is shocking when you you find out how little that Colorado's done for NFL guys, uh, you know, alumni guys um, through the years. And, and you know, even like uh, Cordell Stewart was back there, and he said, this is the first time I've been here in 30 years. Wow. And, since incredible. he left. And you know, and he was a huge part of yeah. Colorado. And, yeah, for sure. And so that was the first thing uh, Dion did was he said, I want every guy that ever played in the NFL here, and we're going to do a, a you know a private party just for them before we go down to the other alumni. And, and, and the thing is, is none of us none of us think we're any, any more special than every other alumni that played at CU. Sure. But it, it is nice to be recognized that, there is a whole other level out there, and it's very, very hard oh, to for survive sure. in the NFL. It's hard to get there, and it's hard to stay there. Yep. Because the first day you get in the door, they're trying to get rid of you every other day after that. Yeah. And it's, you know, replace you with a younger, cheaper guy. Yep. And, and so it, it was nice for somebody to acknowledge that and say, hey, look, I understand what you guys have been through to play three years, five years, 10 years, 12 years. And, and, uh, I appreciate it. And any knowledge you have, I want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Well, Hey Tom, we got to run, but, uh, anything you want to, uh, say or push before we get, uh, get out the door. Well, I, you know, I'm just, uh, excited, you know, Nebraska, we have hated them for years. <laughs> yeah, that's and they're right. coming into our house today. That's it. And, uh, and this is personal. Really excited. It is personal. You can't even own a red car yeah. when you're in Colorado, when you're a player. That's, that's right. Funny. That's right. Well, man, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs like on it. I know that. But, hey, oh, yeah. thanks again, man, for getting up so early and being part of it. You bet. You guys have a great day. All thanks, right. Tom. See you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's Tom Ruin, former roommate of mine from the University of Colorado. 13-year NFL. 13-year NFL veteran.